Hello, this is Sarah Pearson, Futures Editor at the Concord Monitor, here with Granny Geek, David Brooks, to learn more about an article he wrote this week. Hello, Dave. Hello, Sarah. Your column this week talks about a pilot project in Booth Bay, Maine, that experimented with different ways to create the electric power grid. So why would anybody want to change the electric power grid? Ah, that's a good question. So uh, the electric power grid, grid which is some would say it's the biggest, most complicated, most expensive thing that the human species has ever built. That's no small feat. That is no small feat. Is facing a couple of issues. One of them is technology changes, uh, solar power to a certain extent, wind power, uh, distributed energy with batteries is kind of just changing the way electrons are, can be sent into the grid. And the other thing is, of course, the environmental issues, particularly climate change. The, the, the way the power grid works right now is we build a relatively small number of very large power plants, frequently burning fossil fuels, and they send out lots and lots of electrons over lots and lots of wires that can go to anybody at any time they need them. It's a one-way grid. All the electrons go from the power plant to our house, to our business, to whatever the consumer is, and it's, it's worked great for a century and a half, but it, it's it's under a strain um, because now if you put solar panels on your roof, you can be sending electrons back the other way, which is a two-way grid that it's not really designed to do. And of course, there's all those fossil fuel burning plants, which we need to we need to figure out a way to generate that many electrons on demand without, you know, destroying the entire planet. That would be nice. So what did they do in Maine? So in Maine, um, there was a situation where Central Maine Power, which is the big utility in Maine, said there's basically a single uh, transmission line that carries the power down to Booth Bay, which is sort of a, you know, one of the many craggy peninsulas along the mid-coast of Maine. They said, we, we, we think that uh, they're going to need more power, so we're going to have to upgrade the transmission line. going to have to make it bigger so it can carry more electrons. And this is going to cost 18 million bucks. And it's going to have to be paid for by ratepayers because that's that's the way the electric system works. And a bunch of folks said, "Well, how about if we try something else? Let's try tweaking the demand and supply down in Booth Bay itself, so you don't need to build the transmission line." And so they put in some solar panels, and they put in uh, lithium-ion batteries, giant lithium-ion batteries that could store electricity from the solar panels during the day and discharge it in the evening. Uh, they put in some other batteries that use an uh, interesting system in which you freeze and melt ice. Uh, basically, you're storing energy uh, by freezing the ice, and you, you put energy and melt it, and, and, and when it melts, energy is released, and you use that to generate electricity. So it's basically like a battery, except instead of chemistry, it uses, it uses uh, physics. water. Physics, yeah, exactly. There you go. Phase change. Um, and, and they set up systems to control, to figure out when they need to do what with the electrons, where the, the central main power had to figure out how to tell the batteries, hey, you know, you can discharge now because we don't need you, or, I mean, you discharge now because we do need you, or you can recharge now because we don't need you. And, 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 other, and they also did some efficiencies to basically lower the load. So the idea was, can we, do the, can we meet the need without spending as much money on, on new equipment? And the answer is yes. Uh, they spent about $6 million bucks, which is a third of what was going to be spent, save $12 million bucks. So that's not bad. So it worked out. It worked out, sort of. Um, so there was one issue is that the load growth never actually happened. It turns out that for whatever reason, the anticipated need for more electrons didn't happen. So they couldn't, they couldn't really test it completely. Mm-hmm. They had to sort of pretend that all the load was there to see if they could still meet it. On the other hand, you could say that even was better because if, the, if they built that transmission line, if they'd spent the 18 million bucks 
and then it turned out to not be necessary, well, you've already spent the money and the, the, the line's just sitting there doing nothing useful. Whereas in this system, they basically, they've taken the batteries and the, the ice machines <laughs> and then moved them somewhere else where they are useful. And the solar panels are still there helping out and the efficiency they did is still there helping out. So, so to a certain extent, this, this kind of confirms how this approach can be, can be doubly useful. So do you think anything like this will come to New Hampshire? Um, well, in, in a small ways, it kind of already is. Uh, there's the experiment you and I have talked about before that's uh, going to be happening up uh, Liberty Utilities. A uh, fairly small utility for electricity in New Hampshire is starting a pilot project for home batteries in which they're going to be charging and discharging the batteries to help meet the need on the grid. Uh, sort of kind of in a very small way like they were doing at Booth Bay. Um, nothing extensive as this has been proposed, but there, everybody understands that the grid as it currently works, this big one-way thing, isn't really going to continue working and needs to be redesigned in some way. And the PUC, the Pub Public Utilities Commission in New Hampshire, uh, regulators as well as other folks are talking about it, thinking about it, trying to figure out what to do. So I think we will be seeing more things along these lines down the road, if not exactly a pilot like that. All right. Well, thanks for taking the time to explain it, Dave. I'm always happy to explain things with you. You can learn more online at ConcordMonitor.com and see all of Dave's columns at GraniteGeek.org. And you can subscribe to this podcast on Stitcher, Google Music, Podbean, or iTunes. The theme music is Little Smartphone People by The Spidekicks. <laughs>